0: In today's Gospel, it says, If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I shall ask the Father. And he will give you another advocate to be with you forever. The Spirit of truth, whom the world can never receive. I love that beginning. It touches me quite a bit. You know... If we're to approach the truth, if we're trying to know the truth in any which way, there are really two aspects. I mean, there's an importance of the mind to be open to the truth, to look for the truth, to search for the truth. There's important for, it's important for the mind to argue it out, to think it through, to develop what it is, to be able to perceive it. But there's also this openness of heart, and that's something that we miss quite a bit. And it's this openness of heart, this love, this predisposition of desiring to know, desiring to discover, that is as important at the very least. And so I want to touch on those two issues, the preparation of the heart and the preparation of the mind. First of all, that preparation of the heart. Let's talk about that first. Because many people come to our church, and they are open, you know? Many people are sending their kids to our schools, our Catholic schools, and they are open. How could someone possibly send their kid to a Catholic school and not be slightly open? I mean, I'm sure that some people send their kid to school for a good education, I guess. Uh, Other people send their kids to Catholic schools because, um, I don't know, it's where they went, it's cultural. But, any which way. You have to be open. And may that not just be a material openness. I would ask that if anyone is in that state, to be a little bit more than just open, but to ask that God might help you to see more, to go in a step further. Because there's this truth that we speak about in in the Bible that we speak about uh, through the words of Christ, actually, it's Christ who spoke about it first, there's this truth that we're introduced to. And this truth, hit demands first that we be open, but open to God showing us from within That God might come down and dwell in you. This spirit, this advocate, this paraclete might come down in you and remain in your heart. And the spirit leads us, guides us as if through the night, like a burning flame in our hearts. Guides us. And so it's good that we might say a little prayer. Come into our hearts, Holy Spirit, and guide us to the fullness of your truth. To the fullness of the truth. Because the truth is not just an intellectual thing, you know. In this case, and what we mean as Christians is it's an encounter, it's an encounter into the mystery of God, in the heart of God, into the heart of the Father. It's an encounter. It's like, for example, I have brothers in this house that I'm living in right now, and with COVID, we're really stuck together. But the reality is that there's two kinds of truths. There's an exterior truth. I see that brother so-and-so is behaving like this or doing this or uh, saying this, but then there's an interior truth. And I can only know that interior truth if he chooses to show me. So if my brother opens up and talks to me about what's going on in his heart, I begin to know, you know, that interior truth. Similarly for God, I can know him exteriorly. I can know him through the creation. I can study who he is, all the attributes of God. I can discover those things through reason alone. I can discover that in philosophy, despite whatever the atheists say. But it's still not enough. I can know who God is from the inside. He reveals to me who He is. He actually spoke and He is speaking. He actually spoke through Christ and through the Word of God. That's why we call it the Word of God. And in that, He reveals to us who He is. And so there's this whole disposition of heart that the Spirit does within inside of us. But there's that other side, too, the mind. We have to argue through things. And today in our world, it seems like we want to be passive when it comes to religious stuff. We're afraid to argue. We're afraid to engage. And we need to. We need to engage. From the beginning of Christianity to our modern time, Christians, Catholics, have argued. And arguments are not bad. Bad arguments are bad. (laughs) arguments are not bad, but we have to keep that balance, right? The reason why we argue is out of humble service of the truth and humble charity, service of our brothers and sisters. And if it's not communicated in such a way that is really for that, but if it's out of pride, I am right, I am right, I am right, it's evil, you know? It's wrong. So there's two extremes. One extreme is I don't say anything because I'm afraid of hurting my brother. The other extreme is, I'm saying it in a prideful way and I'm hurting my brother. (laughs) And it's in between the two. It's always almost like a dialogue with my brothers. And it's a dialogue that's reasoned, presenting arguments. And that too, that's the side of the intelligence or the light. And so the Holy Spirit comes within us and he leads us to the fullness of truth. But in the history of the church, that means through argumentation. If you look at the history of the church, there's an ancient saying that says, doctrine is forged through heresy. Which means somebody says something absurd and you go, what? And you start to think about it. Is he right? Is he wrong? And You say, "What, well, he's wrong. And this is why. And that's how doctrine is forged. You know, we don't have to, we don't think about things in depth with arguments until we have to. And today, there's plenty of that going around. But unfortunately, I hear the voices of atheism much louder than I hear the voices of the truth. I hear the voices of the world much louder than I hear the voices of the Christian heart. And we need to also do that. So if you're a person who's just on the fringe, just open and and just coming in and looking in the church, welcome. May the Holy Spirit come in your heart and lead you to the fullness of truth. May you discover it on your own and may you peer into or pierce into or peer into the heart of God because he loves you so much. And I hope that you can have a real encounter with God. In faith, sure, (laughs) but real nevertheless, even if it's hidden behind a veil. And if you've encountered that God, I hope that your intelligence might awake, it might awaken so that you might begin to think it through, argue it out. Both are very important. And I hope that, I hope that you can invite the spirit into your heart. So you might enter into that truth, that truth that he is truly resurrected. He is truly alive and he is sending his Holy Spirit out for you today because you are not alone. God is alive in the name of the father